This is the Middle East Report, your connection to truthful reporting on Israel and the Middle East. I'm John Riley. There's an archaeological site in northern Israel called Tel Dan. The site is close to the Lebanon and Syrian borders. On a recent visit to that site, I met Associate Director of Excavations and Staff Zoo Archaeologist Dr. Jonathan Greer. He told me about one of the most significant discoveries at the Tel Dan site, the Tel Dan inscription. So we are here at Tel Dan in northern Israel, a multi-period site that goes all the way back to the Neolithic period, uh, all the way until recent times. And the most spectacular remains date to the Iron Age that we are currently excavating. And the Iron Age corresponds to the period of the biblical monarchies. So here we are in the realm that is described in the Bible as that of the northern kings of Israel. Uh, The most spectacular remains come from the reign of Jeroboam II during the 8th century BC in terms of what we're currently excavating and the period before it in the 9th century BC. So there have been a number of really important discoveries here. Uh, The most famous is the so-called Tel Dan inscription. It was actually uncovered in the previous wave of excavations under Avraham Biran, uh, a fragment of a stela discovered in 1993 and then two more fragments discovered in 1994 that tell us a story that we know from 2 Kings about a certain Aramean king Uh, likely Hazael, who comes and does battle with the king of Israel and the king of Judah. And in this battle, he describes in his stela as slaying these two kings. The king's names are actually in broken context, but they can be reconstructed to Joram and Ahaziah, Joram the king of Israel, it says in the inscription, and Ahaziah, the king of the house of David. So this description was discovered right at the height of many debates about the historicity of David. And here we have literally written in stone affirmation of a Davidic dynasty that dates to within a few generations of David himself. When it was first discovered, there were some who even uh, suggested that it was a forgery, uh, but in the the fact that uh, two more fragments of the Stella were discovered, uh, put those arguments to rest. So now all scholars have to uh, deal with this inscription in one way or another. Dr. Greer says biblical archaeology matters even when it doesn't make sense. Those of us who work with the Bible and archaeology get the immediate question, how does archaeology prove the Bible? And they say, that must be wonderful seeing how archaeology just proves the Bible right. And I say, well, it is wonderful, except when it doesn't. (laughs) But that's still wonderful. So I think we need to broaden our understanding of the relationship between the Bible and archaeology. And I think of it as interacting in three different ways. So there are those wonderful examples where we do see a high degree of confirmation of ideas we have about the Bible that are confirmed in archaeological excavation. We also find ways that archaeology can clarify things that we understand from the Bible. The way people live, uh, different interactions, different metaphors, etc. But the third C is also important, and that's one uh, that people of faith often overlook, and that is 
complication. Sometimes we dig things up that don't seem to match our understanding of the Bible. But if our confidence is in the God behind the text, uh, we should embrace this as an opportunity for humility and then literally and figuratively keep on digging. (laughs) You can connect with Dr. Greer and find out more about the Tell Dan Excavations when you visit TellDanExcavations.com. That's TellDanExcavations.com. I encourage you to check out the website. A lot of great information there. That's the Middle East Report. I'm John Riley. Thanks for listening.